0: Good morning, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. This is episode number 43. We are the podcast about bad books, movies, and television. Today we are talking about L.A. Candy 2, Sweet Little Lies. If you want to get some empty audio calories, you can listen to the book by getting it for free from our sponsor, Audible. Audible does all kinds of audiobooks and other spoken audio content. If you want a free book, go to audiblepodcast.com slash readitandweep all one word, and sign up for the trial there, it's free, you get one free audiobook, and you keep the book even if you cancel, but you won't because it's such a great service. We are reading about the first half of this book, maybe three and a half hours on the, the audiobook, which is six hours shorter than each amount we listened to for Atlas Shrugged. So much shorter. It really did feel like audio candy this time, I was like, I could listen to anything else all week, I have so much free time. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know, it. I actually had to do it twice. <laughs> I am so early
1: Yeah,
2: I yeah. mean, well, not you know, having done this a billion times the, the length of this that I did listen to Felt like it was a billion years long
0: <laughs> Alright, well you're hearing them now But you don't know who they are So let me introduce today's panel First up, he used to be the next It Girl But now he's just another Hollywood slutbag Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Ezra I'm, I'm just going to cry in my taxi Because there are three people trying to take a picture of me At the airport <laughs> Also joining us today, he's a sexy piece of celeb spawn ass who will easily forgive you even if you're on a date with somebody else. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Chris. Yeah, sure, baby. You know I love you. Was there a mic? Did, did that get picked up? <laughs> <laughs> and we have a very special guest today. He's a tough-as-nails intellectual who's falling head over heels for a camera guy. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome Matt to the program.
2: Yes, uh, I will stab you in your oh-so-fashionable backs. <laughs> And of course, I'm your host. I am
0: hot, smart, and charming. The only problem is, uh, we're contractually obligated to not hook up. Whatever will Matt do? My name is Alex. <laughs> hey Alex. I love any relationship that starts with the words "You can't tell anybody about this."
1: <laughs> that yeah, is that's healthy. like,
0: that's like when you get an adult. You know,
1: it's like <laughs> yeah. I had
3: <need> a
0: teacher. <laughs> All right, uh, before we talk any more about the book, I think you need to know the plot in its entirety. So, Chris, you have 30 seconds to give us the summary of this book in the style of a TV voiceover guy. And as a special request, I would like you to start with When We Last Left These Idiots. <laughs>
1: <laughs> when
0: We Last Left These Idiots on L.A. Candy. Four girls, four dreams, one city. It was all going well for Jane, Scar, Madison, and Gabby on Pop TV's hottest new show. But wait, Madison stabbed her in the back and gave photos of somebody hooking up to the magazines. Jane hates this and runs away to Mexico with that very person, the cruel frenemy, Madison. Now everyone's back in the game, back in LA candy. Is everything the same?
2: Yes, absolutely. <laughs>
1: absolutely.
0: <laughs> the thing I love about that synopsis,
3: Chris, like that was actually everything that happened in the last book, and nothing happens in this half of the book. <laughs> Just, hey, I think that's a reset button over there. Let me press it. <laughs>
2: I'm not gonna lie. I did not know there was a last book. Oh. I, thought, I thought I thought this was the just the she just started off at the most banal point possible in this narrative. Was, this was- everything has essentially already happened. One of our best
0: ideas on the show is to get our guests and not tell them what's going on in the in the series, just so we could see how they
2: react. It's worked. In, in my case, it worked because I thought Lauren Conrad was a goddamn literary genius for about 24 hours. Ago. <laughs>
0: bash on Lauren Conrad at all we need to have one major compliment from each and every one of you Matt as our guest you have the option to go first or last which would you prefer I think I'll, I'll go last Chris it is your turn to go first okay so Lauren Conrad does this thing where she doesn't use very many adjectives but occasionally it's awesome so she <laughs> describes Jesse this Celebia Spawn guy uh, his next movie he's like yeah I got a part in a movie You know, it's an indie artsy thing. It's shot by that Italian guy, Michelangelo, whatever. It's cool, I guess, if you like that indie artsy thing. It's the best description of pretentious indie art there ever was. (laughs) (laughs) it's the law of conservation of adjectives if she uses two more somewhere two other adjectives have to get destroyed from another book so (laughs) all right well uh, with that flattering compliment ezra it's your turn um so i was going through this this quote unquote
3: book and i was thinking there's nothing worse out there in the world right than this but the book offers me something that's worse when jane is at home on christmas say like hang out with her sisters they interrupt her and say we're going to go watch Twilight on Blu-ray. I'm like, ah, yeah.
1: there it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's why <what> I
3: <laughs> Okay, touche, uh, L.A. Candy. I would rather be doing this, I suppose.
0: Also, so a little bit later, we know that the camera guy is perfect for Scarlet because he TiVo's the notebook for her. Uh, And it felt for a second like all of our topics have some sort of evil synergy now.
3: I'm pretty sure that um, Madison actually uh, became evil through her use of the secret.
0: (laughs) And Gabby's going to battle her shopaholism. All right. For my compliment, we have a new audiobook reader from the first book. The first one was actually read by Lauren Conrad, and the second one, they hired an actor to read it. (sighs) Ooh, Chris does not approve. Go on. Well, I just think I just <laughs> think Matt dodged a bullet here, that's all. <laughs> no, this is so much better, because I get the impression that the audiobook reader hates the characters. <laughs> and then that especially contributed to the moment when she read this line.
2: It's like you're a character in a novel, and you're not sure you like the plot. In fact, sometimes you hate the plot, but there's nothing you can do about it, because you're not writing it.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah actor yeah i mean that was a nice moment for several things right because like i'm not sure lauren conrad wrote this either right so
0: <laughs> there's there's a ghost writer inside it going i hate this book <laughs>
2: <laughs> levels on levels
0: <laughs> all right matt now that you see how it's done what do you uh what do you have to compliment well actually
2: well one of my things that i did really like was the actress who did the reading and for the exact same reason and also because she had like uh, really uh, solid shades of idiocy.
1: Like, <laughs>
2: yeah. like it wasn't just like this one catch-all idiot voice that she did. She all of the different characters like had a different sort of permutation of this same sort of vapid like insanity.
0: It was like that that girl who did the like 50 accents in 30 seconds, except she's just. It was like she sat in front of a mirror and was like, "All right, this is from North Hollywood, <laughs> yeah. and this girl is from yeah. from Beverly Hills. Yeah, this girl's
2: uh, just this south is, of Sunset." This is van eyes. I'm doing van eyes right now.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was like the like the thirty different words for snow that the Eskimos have. You know. Yeah.
2: Kind of idiot. Yeah. There are a thousand different ways to roll your eyes in Southern California.
1: It's true. (laughs) All
0: right. Now it is time for uh, our regular segment: hate shuffleboard. So uh, only people on cruises understand the kind of hate that we have for this. So, in any order, anyway, feel free to tell me something that you really did not like about the book. Ding. Okay, so did you just ding in, Chris? Yeah, that's how you I play just, shuffleboard. You you ding and then you and then you go. Yeah. Otherwise, how would you play shuffleboard?
2: How oh, is Trebek <laughs> supposed to know who goes next. <laughs>
0: It's gentleman's game. Continue, Chris. You have the floor. All right. Like second line of this book is so great. Uh, Lauren Conrad proves she doesn't understand anything about personal relations. She says, friends don't lie to each other. <laughs> but friendship is all about lying to each other. Friendship sure. is saying... Yeah, dude, you got a shot with that girl. Friendship sure is like, no, nah, man. I think you could take another drink. This is like the most fucked up Snoopy book anyone's ever published.
3: Wait, and... I thought I thought that was like Chris's version of like First Corinthians. You know, like
0: friendship
3: <laughs> is fucked up. Friendship <laughs> is. <laughs>
2: Friendship is, yeah, man, whatever, let's listen to the audiobook of L.A. Candy.
0: <laughs> Here's something I hated. They There's a lot of product placement in the book, but every once in a while there will be a product that they have to make up because they're going to make fun of it a little bit. And so at one point she's working on a party for the company that makes this new energy drink called Crazy Girl Energy Drink.
2: no and it's for it's for people who are turned off by masculine energy drinks like fire train (laughs) (laughs) all those girls like
0: that's too macho for me i want someone who calls me crazy because my uterus is wandering (laughs) balance (laughs) is the four
1: humors
3: (laughs) (laughs) i was just saying what what are some of the slogans we could have for crazy girl you know it's like crazy girl when you want to make your friends look sane by comparison
2: Crazy girl, when you want to start crying outside of a penguin exhibit. I don't know, that's something I think of crazy. Sure. Are you a
1: crazy girl?
0: (laughs) Was that that the Cheetos cheetah? What was that? (laughs) Go ahead. So at one point, uh, the
3: producer, Trevor Lord, is like crapping himself with delight because... um, uh they got 4.6 million viewers
1: and like it's true this is
3: it's probably on basic cable so it's you know it, it's a different scale but I just want to put in perspective right now of of shows around that the history channel's pawn stars got 4.3 million viewers
1: <laughs>
2: Uh, The the Seattle, you know, reruns of Two and a Half Men regularly pulls in six point five million, which (laughs) is bizarre because there's only five hundred thousand people in Seattle. (laughs) Watching on five TVs at once. (laughs) It's Two and a Half Men, so you kind of have to. Yeah, I have like six Nielsen boxes
0: just for that. Fill many different demographics at once. All right, yeah. uh, I will. I will watch in blackface just to help them think that it's doing really well. Oh, this does well in, with racists. <laughs> <laughs>
2: sorry, sorry, I'm just thinking of like the different products they would try to like market to the racists. <laughs>
3: you want to pledge Sigma Chi?
2: <laughs>
1: oh. oh, oh.
0: Oh bird. Something I don't like is that I kind of enjoyed Brayden in the first book, and apparently he didn't sign a release to be in the second novel.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Uh so a thing I hated about it, and I just couldn't get over this like one sentence was uh, uh I, I think it was I think it was Scarlet or Scarla, whatever the hell her name is. uh. <laughs> Yeah. Scar, yeah, from the Lion King. And <laughs> <laughs> that's another illusion. It's all it's all a, a parallel of the of the Lion King. Yeah. Oh,
0: and that was Hamlet, so.
2: Yeah, right. <laughs> right. We all know we all know about which that. Which was based on Wuthering Heights, so <laughs> which secretly was a, a prolepsis of uh Ayn Rand's Atlas Shrugs. Yeah, it was. Already. It was. Which, which in
0: hate. turn was a precursor to Laguna Beach Warren. <laughs> <laughs> so, full circle. It's a hate synergy here.
2: Starring Kevin Bacon. Uh, (laughs) uh, So there's this moment where she's like, they talked about how, like, you know, as evidence of how smart she was, they said she reads books in their original French, Italian, Spanish just for fun. And I'm like, (laughs) what is this girl like some goddamn road scholar where she's just fluent in a is she an aristocratic man in the (laughs) eighteen (laughs) hundreds?
0: Oh, you know what she is? She's a geisha. (laughs) <laughs> yeah that's been, actually right she's been trained since five years old to be the most intellectual prostitute possible <laughs> i gotta hate on this though because at one point uh it was
3: referenced like scar wasn't home and um jane was like oh there's no scar uh, at home conjugating spanish verbs out loud i'm just gonna say if you can read in spanish you probably shouldn't still have to conjugate spanish verbs they're all pretty <laughs> easy to do yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, if you're if you're reading what's that goddamn book that they referenced? love okay. in the time of cholera yeah. Like, if you're just, like, you know, breezing through that bitch in Spanish, you're not sitting there with, like, your Berlitz learned Spanish <laughs> yeah. on, on, your, on the table next to you. You know your ass some damn Spanish is like <laughs>
1: that.
0: <laughs> well, that's that what was so awesome about the character of Scarlet is that when Lauren Conrad is writing, she had to imagine what a smart, awesome girl would be like. And so she had to make all of this up.
1: Yeah, like,
0: was... the way she shows her that she's super awesome personality that the reality TV show won't understand – is that over Christmas dinner her parents ask her how she's liking school and she says, I have a higher IQ than all of my professors.
2: <laughs> she says that like it's like a fact that she's noticed that's just weird. Like she's like, Yeah, it's weird. I have a high like like there's some sort of poster board that has like, all <laughs> the of the IQ of IQs the on it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like like it's just public knowledge. It's like, Oh don't take that professor's class, that guy is sporting like a flaccid one twenty eight. Whereas Scarlet has a turgid one sixty seven.
1: <laughs>
0: Both of you instantly sexualized IQ. Way to go.
1: Well,
3: I, I think Gabby has a very, a very doable ninety. So
1: I mean. <laughs> I
2: have a couple of questions that
1: I'm
0: just kind of curious about you guys' opinions on. So, what I, what I want to do is we're going to play a new, a new segment called the Read It and Weep Book Club. Sounds good. i got to find a okay. different voice than the writer's workshop voice. <laughs> Before you go yeah. on, I think we all need girl names for this. Latrice. I call Latrice. I was going to go with Matilda, but Latrice is fine. It's Latrice. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> all right. Uh, so, girl names that are not related to your first name.
3: It's going to be hard to remember then.
0: <laughs> um, I'll be Sophie. <laughs> okay, Sophie. All right. I'll take Veronica, actually. Veronica? All right. Yeah. That's pretty good. I'll, I'll go with Elizabeth. And you can call me Liz or Beth. Nice. Sweet Little Lies is probably Conrad's most famous, most beloved book. Uh, one element, the initial mutual dislike of the two people destined to love each other, has become a cliche for Hollywood romances. So, ladies, this book has been described by scholars as a very conservative text. Do you find it to be so? And what sort of position do you see it taking on the class system?
2: Is that uh, from Jane Eyre?
0: <laughs> I think it's probably from Pride and Prejudice. Yeah, it's Pride and Prejudice. Goddamn. Hey! <laughs> kind of wait, 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 hold on. Is that from Twilight?
2: Usually <laughs> <laughs> one of her most beloved works. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I think that it does espouse a very, very conservative attitude towards relationships because really it's all a parable about how infidelity and before that drug use just just really ruin your life you know
0: about about the cheating on each other how did you guys feel when they were cheating on each other do you think it was like he had a right to be so mad at her since he cheated first
2: uh no (laughs) i never allow anybody i cheat on to be upset with me ever
0: (laughs) I mean, I've always thought that, like, once somebody cheats on you, you have one free pass.
3: Well, my husband and I work out uh, a minute system, so we go by minutes of cheating.
0: Oh, okay. So the problem was that she spent the night with his best friend, Mm -hmm. and he only made out with that girl at his birthday party. Yeah, exactly. That explains why you carry that timer around. Okay. It's good to know. What is your current debt to your husband or other way around? There's eight seconds, uh, I think, that he gets now. Oh, okay. And does it matter the level of physicality, is it? Or, like, you could make nope. out
2: for eight seconds, or you could suck eight
0: seconds of dick? Eight. If he wants to suck eight seconds of dick, he could.
2: <laughs> <clears throat> My partner, Daryl, and I have a very similar situation. <laughs> but we assign, like, values and points to different, like, scales of lust. So, like, if he ogles at woman, uh, another woman for eight hours, I get to suck some dude off. <laughs> oh okay it's like because that just it builds up over time even though it's sure. at a very slow rate and then right. i just get to go whole hog on some dude's toes for yeah. you know maybe <laughs> eight minutes we we do it a little bit differently because ours is based
0: on attractiveness <laughs> oh okay he could sleep with an ugly girl for eight hours and i get to make out with a hot guy for five minutes that sounds fair yeah
2: that is important i think you know
0: because <laughs> you know uh, making out with an ugly guy is like charity
2: you know? I even keep an illicit pleasure diary. Like if I get aroused by like a washing machine or something, I have to write that down. And then <laughs> Daryl. Oh, that's thorough. Wow. And then Daryl gets to. Do-
0: If we were women, our system (laughs) of fidelity would require a lot of paperwork. (laughs) Yeah, like a lot. I need an accountant to decide who's cheating on who at the
2: moment. (laughs) (laughs) It's a notary public. (laughs) You're you're filling out like a pleasure W (laughs) two. Oh, he was withholding. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
3: Uh, By the way, Latrice, thank you so much for bringing the mini muffins. Those are delicious.
2: Oh, no
0: problem, sweetie. Uh, So I have another question for the group. So at one point, Jane hires a publicist to try to fix her image, but we know that infidelity is a permanent scar on somebody's record. How would you try to fix Jane's image? I would direct a series of music videos with the theme, don't hate the player, hate the game.
2: I would make her record a very mediocre Electropop album.
3: Uh, (laughs) I would um, have her write two New York Times bestselling novels with a thinly veiled version of herself.
0: Actually, I was going to say the same sort of a thing because I didn't think the cheating was what was ruining her image. It was the fact that she's an idiot on television. So just having her holding books in pictures would be a good start. Mm. And writing one would be perfect.
2: Especially a book that betrays... How little she understands about her own responsibility for her situation (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna take my Latrice hat off for a second and just point out there's a sick sentence in that that whole like you know revisiting of what happened there and she's just like how does somebody just take pictures of you through windows All right, Latrice, head
0: back on. Him, <laughs> how can he see me? It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I close <laughs> my eyes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I have another question for you guys. In 1814, Mary Russell Mitford wrote, It's impossible not to feel in every line of Sweet Little Lies the entire one of taste which would produce so pert, so worldly a heroine as the beloved Jane. So what I'm wondering is, uh, would the book have been the same if Scarlet was the heroine?
2: I, I believe I quote Edward Said <laughs> when I say that, uh, you know, literature is an extension of, of the ontology of the self. Mm-hmm. So if, you know, the characters were inverted, there would be a totally different system of, of, of evaluating behaviors and actions within the verisimilitude of that world that would, you know, better represent her as, you know, the victor of this tale. So I'm saying, yes, it would be the same book. <laughs> what do you think, Veronica?
3: I-, I think it might have been some guy on the street that said this, but mm-hmm. if things were different, then things would be different. Oh, yes. Also, a- along the same lines, can I have a dollar?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can, no. Veronica. Oh, well, okay. I guess... I guess uh, Latrice and I will have to pitch in to to spring for the dollars since Sophie won't be helping.
2: Latrice ain't giving nobody no damn dollars. Fuck that. Can
0: I say that? Is
2: that okay? Can I say fuck that on your... uh... On the book
0: group? Yeah, it's fine. Uh, In in our book group, Latrice, we try to be a little more polite than that. Hey, Uh... fuck
2: that. (laughs) (laughs) I can do it it all I want. That's awesome. (laughs) Uh,
1: That's
0: okay, Latrice. That's fine. Uh, I have another question for you guys. If you were in her situation, would you pick... Jesse or Brayden? Well, mm. Brayden isn't really there in this book, so Brayden. Yeah. <laughs> you you would pick anything to get out of the book? Yes. <laughs> that sounds like you've got some damage in your past, Sophie, that you want anything that's not attainable. Well, let's put it this way. I almost had an emergency hysterectomy scheduled <laughs> just so I could dodge this book group. <laughs> But my doctor decided to go to Bali.
3: So,
1: I'm here.
0: Thank you. <laughs> Sophie, was that really the easiest way? You could have just called him sick or, or said no. Yeah, also, you could have just have not come because it's a book group. It's not prison.
2: Nah, I think she's great. Right. I choose my choice. I choose my choice. As some guy if, on the street said. If, if things were different, he'd still have a uterus. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Here, have another crazy girl energy drink uh veronica yeah. why don't you tell us who you would choose um well, if
3: my open marriage is an indication, both
2: i <laughs> <laughs> so would I would, a- I would ogle Brayden for eight hours and then blow the other dude for hours. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you have a, you have an open relationship and yet you still i cheat oh, on the outside of the open relationship, cheating. yes. <laughs> <laughs> just to keep the spice alive. Uh, okay, so listen to this, Latrice. I've got another question for you. Okay. Scarlett is furious with Jane for dating Jesse. Although she initially defends herself in being furious, she changes her mind later. Should you tell a friend that you think they're making a big mistake romantically? Have you ever done so, and how did that work out?
2: Uh yes, I've definitely I've definitely done that. And uh poorly very poorly i i can
3: chime in here also see i was just actually about to tell latrice how terrible her relationship with daryl
0: is so Uh
3: we can sort of see this in real time you guys should not be together at all latrice he doesn't respect you and you're giving lazy blowjobs to other men
0: also latrice i just you should probably know that uh veronica's sleeping with daryl and that's why she thinks that
2: yeah i know that it's in the books (laughs) 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 you guys don't know shit about respect Your husbands don't keep intensively (laughs) detailed logs of even the most accidental pleasure they receive just so that I know what's going on. You don't know shit about respect.
0: Yeah, so I don't think this is going
2: very well for you, Veronica. This is true. Veronica, let's fight later and then let's cry and hug and it's going to be really weird.
3: (laughs) Will things get a little awkward?
2: Yeah, I'll have to write it down.
0: (laughs) Or they'll heat up from there on. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, sexual tension in the book club. <laughs> Man, we are such a good group. A group of guys who are like, hey, let's all play women, and then within ten minutes, they're all lesbians. I had muffins involved. That was something.
2: Yeah, no, that was very realistic.
0: You know what we should do? We should all eat some yogurt. That is not one of
1: the things that we do. <laughs>
3: So I don't know if you guys are paying attention, but there's been a lot of hints that have been dropped about Madison not being who she says she is. Ooh. So I think one of the big reveals in the second half of the book will be, who is Madison?
0: <laughs> That's not really knowable. Who's John Gulp? <laughs> who is Madison Parker? <laughs> I want Madison I Parker you... to call into our show every time we mention her. Like, for a while, you guys have been wondering, like, who's the real Madison Parker? And, like, it's me. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, I think, and this is this is going to be a controversial guess – but I think in the end, the big reveal is that she is a vapid, amoral Southern California bitch. I think, <laughs> I, I think that's going to be a shocker. And I think it's going to take everybody by surprise. When okay. it happens. Is coming?
0: Madison is actually two nine-year-old boys on each other's shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> known as the Parker Brothers. Done.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, I just want to say that the that I had of, of who Madison Parker really is. Mm-hmm. All right. As far as I know she's kind of evil and she's gone through some kind like, of you know, like surface changes right with her body and stuff mm-hmm. these both point to a high level Nazi on the run
1: she said you know there's no way
0: for uh, the second half of our compliment sandwich so we're going to go in reverse order from the way we went before so that puts you Letitia Latrice sorry uh, Matt you're up first uh, in the second
2: compliment (laughs) round I hope you have one left in the tank I've seen an implausible amount of the TV shows that this book is probably (laughs) based on (laughs) (laughs) and uh, there's parts of it that are, are sort of very eerily reminiscent not of like even the characters or the events in the book but just like the tone of the reality that that is created by both of those shows like you know like can we just say reality is bracketed there
1: yeah <laughs>
2: it, you know yeah definitely it is it's it's like this um it's uh, what's what's the word i'm looking for cruel it, parody it's something baudrillard says anybody baudrillard can i have a dollar is that what he said <laughs> yeah. sometimes the shit is the shit right <laughs> Like, there's not actual boringness. Like, there's not actual, like, real life. Like, oh, I'm fucking doing laundry or I'm, you know, calling Comcast or whatever the fuck people are. Calling to yell at Comcast. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: but, you know, but there's there's events that are, in theory, entertaining. Like, they they are at, like, some club opening or they're at a... I believe that they use a, in the book a weird stand-in for the Olsen twins having a new fragrance, and there's a launch party for that.
0: Right. Um, yeah,
2: yeah. Smell double. <laughs> the Olsen twins, hysterectomy. <laughs>
0: I think that makes it my turn in the compliments. So for me, for my uh, my second comp my minor compliment, there is a kind of funny scene where Scarlett wakes up in the bed of the camera guy, and she wakes up slowly and sort of drunkenly, and she does this long realization of where she is and what's going on, except that nothing has happened. (laughs) There was no, like, she's just so used to crazy sex that just falling asleep at someone's house doesn't make sense. So she has this great, like, reveal to herself where she goes, wow, where are my clothes? Oh, they're on me. All right, that's easier. Uh, (laughs) I know the guy. That's weird. And he's wearing clothes. Man, we must have had some crazy party last night. We got dressed afterwards. Wait, it's all coming back to me. I played Wii tennis. Oh fuck, my parents are never going to I'm never going to be the woman that my mom wanted me to be.
3: It, it's kind of like a, yeah. like the hangover, but done with like um physics like grad students or something like that, you know?
0: Man, we paid for a stripper and it was a little awkward, so we gave her a big tip and then sent her home early. <laughs>
1: uh.
2: Yeah, it's actually like the hangover except everybody is just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> And they just can't remember very common facts. (laughs) Hold on, what side of the road do you drive on? Fuck, I know it's different in other countries, and it's a way here that it's not
1: elsewhere.
2: (laughs)
3: Ezra, that makes it your turn. So, just like, I kind of got to love the different kinds of stupid there was. And um, uh, Scar was a very unlikable character to me when I thought she was smart. But when I thought she was stupid, I really started enjoying her a lot more. So I just kind of pictured her as a, as the dog Doug from Up. Um, <laughs> so, so so there's a great line um, when uh, when she she calls out Madison for being a bitch and Madison's like,
2: Guess I was wrong about you needing a drink. You're already drunk or crazy or both.
3: And then Scar says back,
2: No, you're the one who's crazy.
3: <laughs> Yo. He is my master. (laughs) (laughs) There's another one where where it's like, um,
2: He's covering up for what he did. And Scar was like,
0: The only one who's covering up is you.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So so it it sounded like a poorly dubbed Hindi movie.
0: (laughs) (laughs) With really tame comebacks.
2: <laughs> yeah, it like, well, just don't right. translate from the original. Uh, that a lot more force
0: in the original language. Which
3: yeah,
2: <laughs> Jane comes
0: in,
3: and she's like, "Break it up, you two. You guys aren't really doing that much."
2: Yeah. <laughs> you must be stopping this violence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, that, yeah. that leaves
0: you. Yeah, um, my compliment is to Jesse. Jesse is the uh, celebrity guy who's out, of, who's in and out of rehab, who Jane dates, and he TiVo's The Notebook for her to watch. And, you know, we hate that The Notebook came up, but I like to think he's punishing Jane.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> a way better interpretation of this book that Jesse got back together with her just so he could slowly torture her. <laughs> on camera. Long, it's yeah. a long time. He takes her out to dinners at places he knows aren't very good. Yeah, at at places that serve exclusively things she's mildly allergic to. She (laughs) she comes away, like, a little bit puffy and having to drink a lot of water. All right, that is it for read it and weep. Uh, thank you so much for joining us this week. Uh, we will be back at you next week. We're going to listen to the second half of Sweet Little Lies, and surely we'll have lots of wonderful things to say about it then, because the second half of every book seems to fix all of the problems we had in the first half. So <laughs> it does by ending the book. It does, and because it's the last, the last half, we get to play One Change, which is one of my favorite games in the show. So. Okay definitely come back for that uh anyway thank you very much for joining us today ezra and chris as always yeah yep and thank you very much for your making your debut on the program matt you it was terrific oh thank you
1: um
0: hey is there anything we can plug for
2: you matt uh oh yeah um
0: check out the local news on kubu
2: Check check <laughs> check out all of my graphs I make about the internet usage of people in Seattle. No um I uh me and Brian Abelson, we have like a, a thing where we put out an EP a week. Uh, just, uh, we each record write and record four songs a week and we're like oh, four. Wow. That's uh,
3: so many songs.
2: We're yeah we we're, we're about. Uh, Three or four weeks into it now, and it's um, it's like a Tumblr is a Facebook. It's uh, epaweek.tumblr.com. Great.
0: That's it. We're out. We'll talk to you next week. Uh, be fan us on Facebook. Goodbye.